beast is making me What's time but a thing they kill or keep a fire or lose a living I gotta go faster, keep up the pace Just to stay in the human race I could go supersonic, the problem's chronic Tell me, does life exist beyond it? When I need to sate, I just accelerate Into oblivion Into oblivion Buenos nachos, amigos I'm coming in soft and slow for you guys. This is Record Breakers. I'm Petey Rave. Your man with no plan. Here with me, as always, is my team, my squad. We've got Patrick. Hello. We've got Brett. Uh, to the windows. And we've got Drew. I was going to say squad goals, but now I have to say to the wall, so I don't really know what to do with myself. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. Um, I, I never know what to do with my hands. Uh, but we're here talking about music, record breakers, doing the thing, doing it real good. Uh, the provider of the music this week is none other than Brett. Brett, what do you got for us this week? Well, we're bringing uh, probably the pinnacle of music, um, the top most musically diverse and highest quality music that has ever been put into uh, recorded uh, forms. Um, we're doing Buckner and Garcia's Pac-Man Fever. Mm-hmm. But because uh, I, we did bad homework um, on my part and I did the record breakers uh, the decision to not give a shit, we were listening to the re-recording uh, that you can actually easily find. So... Uh, Yes. Prepare for prepare for us to wax nostalgia about uh, an album that has been Def Leppard. Yes. Uh, this is, I guess, yeah, the, the 1999 re-recording. Uh, it was re- released commercially through KTEL. Uh, the, the the re-releasing people. Yes. Uh, but yeah, Pac-Man Fever. Still the same mood. Still the same. Kind of ostensibly the same songs. Still. Buckner and Garcia, uh, so you know Buckner and the late late Garcia. Uh, let's see, Patrick, what expectations did you have coming into this album? Um, I had heard Pac-Man Fever, P- Fever at some point in my life, but could not full on remember it. And I knew it was an album of songs about arcade games, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew, what were your expectations coming into this album? Um, I was. I mean, they're your neighbors, right? Yeah. Tell me, you you know Buckner by by he's your neighbor down the street. Uh, yeah, he frequents the Best Buy I work at. I mean, um, no, <laughs> he. They are an Akron group. Um, so I I may have heard them from around the way. Uh, the weird thing was that with this, I knew I'm not usually a novelty song guy. Um, so not really my thing. The Buckner and Garcia. But when I heard we were doing an album called Pac-Man Fever, my first thought was being very surprised because I thought that was a one-off single. <laughs> I didn't realize it was an entire album that each song was a concept song about an arcade game, which is what I found out. Yes. <laughs> yes. Brett, tell us a little bit about Pac-Man Fever, the album. I mean, I... I don't know when I first heard this album. Like I, I spent a lot of time as a kid staying up on Sundays and, you know, listening to the finest radio program in history, Doctor Demento and uh, his program. And so I always had a spot, 
a soft spot for the the novelty and sillier styles of music. Um, you know, Buckner and Garcia did something that is absolutely sh- like it is bullshit schlock from from the absolute premise, but they did it in the most effective way um, and in a way better fashion than they had to. The, the music is way better than it should be. Um, the, the songs sound much like music of the era. Um, lots of synths, um, some synth drums. Uh, you know, it, uh, it's, it's from the era of, of big synth. Um, they've also got some hollow notes as harmonies, um, you know, where, where they, they, they also have, um, some nice clap tracks going on to, to hold the beat. Um, they even have a song with a false ending. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's very dumb as shit, but it's fantastic. I don't know if <laughs> dumb as shit is something that like, let me tag my music as, but no, this is this is ridiculous music that is either the worst thing ever or the pinnacle of music. And I like to think it's the the top of music's you know hierarchy. It's 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 the shit diggity. A number yes. one, the Duke of New York. Yes. Uh Patrick, how would you describe this album musically? Um it sounds like eight very long radio jingles to me. It it has that uh there's a there's a radio jingle quality to the music. If that I don't know if that makes sense to anyone but me, but they all sound like the things you hear on a small town independently run, not yet owned by Clear Channel radio station that some local business paid to have written about their business by some, you know, somebody. It has that quality to it throughout. Um, and they're about arcade games. And that's about it. Uh, yes. to, to add a note to that, they did write songs uh, specifically for Waffle House's jukeboxes for a while. So they, yes. they, they did something very similar to what you said. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> yes, yes. They achieved uh, a goal. Yes, they achieved a goal. They went after it and they achieved it. Uh, Drew, what would be the themes elements that caught your attention about this album? Well, first off, let's make it clear. This song is a grilled cheese sandwich where you replace the bread with two wheels of Wisconsin cheddar. That is how cheesy this album is from beginning to end. Let's not play around with it. It is what it is. But um, there are a lot of people nowadays that like themselves some chiptune music. Uh, your Anamanaguchis, your big giant circles. They make the beeps and the boops from the video games. They use those as notes, and they use it as an instrument. I would like to think that this little band from Akron might have had a little bit, uh, a little bit of play in that because they use the beeps and the boops from an arcade game, but they literally just rip out the sound effect and just put it in the music and then put music around it um, and make it somehow fit in and then write a song about specifically that video game that they're using. I think that's pretty freaking awesome. I don't know if it's the Homer in me um, that uh, is thinking that, but it is something that's kind of cool. Um, and they do it really well. And they hit that that bone. If you like old school video games, if you like old school arcade games, hearing certain sounds, and I will get into two of the ones that hit me very hard when we go on the tracks, but hearing certain sounds, from these like old school games is just cool. And then you hear a guy singing 
about that game that you like and putting words and thoughts about the game that you like to it because God knows there wasn't much story in those old <laughs> arcade games. Yeah, um, no. They were made to eat quarters. And that's cool. And like Brad said, mu- like Pinnacle composition music? wise, yeah. composition wise, these guys are like, it's, I would not say pinnacle of music. I'm not going to put this on right in between uh, Beethoven and, and uh, yeah, it's the my, Beatles. My thing with it, I would I would be listening to like Bach, and then I would go into some jazzy stuff like some Jocko, and then this record, and then 2112. No, that's not gonna that's not gonna happen. Um, but I will say that like this this album is cheese as cheese gets. And sometimes you just got to smile. Um, yes. If, hey, I believe I was the one that brought on the Aquabats. Nice. I like a cheesy album every and now Ninja and Sex again. Party. <laughs> and Ninja Sex Party. And if you guys wouldn't shit on it, I would have brought Star Bomb too. Speaking of video games. But I, I like goofy, dumbest shit music too. And this hits that smile a minute from me. So. I'm cool with that. Um, yes. Brett, what would be some of the key tracks to zero in on? Well, um, first off, would that translate to 60 smiles per hour? Because uh, <laughs> that's that that's that's a thought that I'd smiles like to have. Also, I, I would like to, yes, uh, it's smiles. Um, but no, uh, I, I would like to think of somebody doing chiptunes where they take an entire Jamma board out of an arcade machine and plug it into a Jamma gun. And yeah, I, I would like to see somebody try and do that with, uh, awesome. that would, well, I, I, I would like to see somebody like physically like carry around this giant thing into live performances that things that like have batteries that are about ready to die and they'll lose all of their, their sound of everything. But no, um, yeah, uh, let's, let's start off with, uh, Pac-Man fever, the, the titular hit that, uh, that made it to number nine on the billboards hot 100. Um, and for good reason. Um, it's, uh, Pac-Man fever, probably one of the, the top 10 kinds of fever that you can have. Um, you know, there's, there's other musical fevers that, that that are, yeah. And, uh, disco, Disco um, and you know, there's other fevers that, that, that come and go, but Pac-Man fever is, uh, is one that's (laughs) right. Um, you know, I, I, I think Pac-Man fever, while it's the most successful song that, uh, these guys put together, um, not the best, um, it very much has, it has a hook and instead of telling the story of Pac-Man, um, it tells the story of somebody who's uh, got a pocket full of quarters and exactly what they're going to do with those. Um, you, you, there's no questions left unanswered by the end. Um, and they posed questions. Yes, I mean, it's, there's, there, there are questions asked and answered. Yes. Um, whereas you get a different taste from Froggy's Lament, where it starts off with Pluck Your Magic Twanger, Froggy, uh, and you're like, what, huh? Uh, let me Google that. And you're like, oh, that's not even Frogger. Um, yes. But... Uh, you know, getting a song that has novelty vocals, that sweet muted single note of guitar uh, on top of both synths and piano, uh, you know, it, it's it's a recipe for a pretty okay song. It's got a simple beat, 
uh, stupid Frogger lyrics, um, and uh, the uh, the manner in which they are sung, uh, they, it really makes a, a a nice sweet pie that makes this song stand out. But the song that stands out more than all, the the best of this that this album has to offer, in my opinion, is "Do the Donkey Kong." Um, <laughs> that that is one hell of a song. There's something magical about uh, how how this you know this song. You could have swapped the lyrics out. And it could have been any other '80s B-side track. Yes. Um, it, you know, it, it's it's only made better by having some Donkey Kong stuff. You know, it's it's uh, it, this is a master class in writing an '80s song, um, and it has a great twist near the the second half of the song. The vocals start getting real uh, gravelly, and then go crazy, man, yelly um, of, about. Uh, you know, Donkey Kong. Um, that's that's something that's worth noting. This song is about Donkey Kong. There's a man who yells about doing it. Um, the this the, it goes from silly to batshit crazy, and it has the most poorly executed but best fake out fade out. Like they like oh the song's gonna end. Let's roll. Let's, let's slide those faders down. Uh, well, well, we're, we were off. Uh, First take is good enough. We'll just put that on the album. Let's not, you know, this is already a remake of an album. Let's uh, let's just make it go in uh, the first try. And and you know, I love this song so much that I am going to have to make it now for, for now in the foreseeable future my my Touch Tunes jukebox uh, troll song. Where when I'm at a bar, if I'm with you and there's a touch tunes and it, my phone is handy, I am loading up some Buckner and Garcia, and everybody's going to be like. It's it's a song that'll take somebody a little bit of like wait what is this do the don do the this is a song about Donkey Kong what the hell it's it's a it's a uh, it's a shame that it did not make uh, hit status like Pac Man Fever because I would like to see the uh, the dance that they came up with yes. uh, for doing the Donkey Kong so yes. that I could do it every day yes uh, Patrick what would be some of the key tracks for you. Um, I'm gonna go with Froggy's Lament because it is just kind of an awful Warren Zevon ripoff. Uh, and and it has the line "Pluck your magic twanger, Froggy," which I think might be the dirtiest thing ever said in a song. That includes every Two Life Crew record, everything Wasp ever wrote. I I don't know what it means, but it scares <laughs> the fuck out of me, and I'm terrified of it. Where was the PMRC trying to get "Pluck your magic twanger, Froggy" like banned from the world? God damn it, from a Tipper Gore. They, they were worried about CDs. This this was yeah. an eight track. God damn album. it, Tipper Gore. Pluck your magic um, twanger froggy was actually a reference to a children's TV show. Let yep. that sink in. Yes. That that sounds even more <laughs> terrifying. And then uh because so so this is a, a ode to a centipede. Sounds like the theme song to a cable access MacGyver ripoff. That's the only way to describe it. Uh, it's and, like the opening the, to a trauma movie that dear, 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 Yeah, it's it's that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and there's these like like uh, like there's this guy talking about coming to get the centipede and it's the creepiest, rapiest shit ever. It's yep. fucking terrifying. Whatever drugs they had when they wrote this record were the best drugs or the worst drugs, maybe both. But Jesus fucking Christ, <laughs> this yes. album is terrifying. <laughs> It's Akron. Boy. That that drug yeah. was called. Uh, it was called the Midwest market marketing TM. on other people's intellectual properties and yes. merchandising. Merchandising. Uh, it's called. Uh, you have to make a whole album of this. Really? 
All right. <laughs> right. Let's fucking do this craziness. Uh, Drew, what would be some of the key tracks for you? I love them. Album out of this. Um, yes. I'm going to mention the uh, two that's already been mentioned, but I don't care because they were by far my two favorites. Um, and the first one is the uh, the title track, Pac-Man Fever. Um, this one got big for good reason. Um, Pac-Man was huge. Um, those Waka Wakas in the opening, it gets you right in there. You love this thing. Come listen to this thing. And, like, it can be a theme for, like, kids going to the arcade and spending all of their allowance and all of their time in an arcade drinking sodas and playing uh, video games for hours. And that's awesome. Like, the fact that that exists as a thing, I think, is really cool. And we've all... I think we all hit on it. Um, or me and Brett hit on it. Because um, I was I was too busy trying to imagine the dance I could do so that I could be the cool guy that did Donkey Kong in it. Um, and I couldn't come up with one before Swagger ended. Um, I loved Do the Donkey Kong. The... Uh, it having the... Uh, the smart thing or the easy thing to do, I think would be to pepper things in, in the middle, but starting with just the ominous, uh, music from Donkey Kong rising up the scaffolds with Pauline in his arm. That's awesome. Good choice because it's automatically like that. And then like you hear like the hammer sound from like Mario swinging the mallet and shit. Like, throughout the song it's cool making the ape the dance move because like it was the early 80s like you had to have like a dance or whatever like dancing was the thing right so like making that it the keyboard in the middle was surprising and so much fun in that song um and that's the whole album was just fun like that but those two for me like definitely stood out above the rest Mm mm-hmm yeah, there's just some some great tracks. Uh, there's also, I mean, there's also a lamenting track about uh, being lost in space, about asteroids, like you know, it's like being so far away from home, you know, and and similarly the Defender, like you know, it just just all the the way they could tell the the tell the story of these ridiculous, you know, just simple games uh, is just so much fun. Uh, but let's bring it back around the horn. And have some conclusive thoughts. Uh, Patrick, what would be your conclusive thoughts on the album? I feel like this is Brett's revenge for Glassjaw. Just long delayed for me. I Yeah, but this is good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Agreed. I, I'm not big on early arcade games. I really got into, like, the games that, that's, that I, like, have that kind of nostalgia for are 8-bit Nintendo stuff. Hence, probably why I your like that style. Your doesn't matter. Games. Uh, my opinion's always wrong. This has been established many times. Uh, I I just, I don't have any, like, emotional connection to the source material to get it from that. And the music is, like I said, it's so, like, like out-of-touch furniture store commercial on a small-town radio station that I just, I just can't do it. <laughs> I just, I, like, it, it, it I can listen to, like, a, a radio jingle is 30 seconds for a reason like if it goes on any longer you will kill yourself but it's memorable for 30 seconds and this is just i yeah. i could i i had a hard time listening to this more shout, than once. shout out to 1-800-411-PAIN their latest jingle uh 
Drew, what would be your conclusive thoughts on the album? What about J.G. Wentworth? 877. Uh, it's my money. <laughs> I want it now. <laughs> I want it now. Thank you for understanding where I'm coming from. Um, I guess I come from a different uh, perspective. I have I've listened to more uh, Rat and Link specific jingles than I care to admit. Um, I listened to them cover all night long and had it going on in the background for like 12 hours because they did that karaoke thing. Um, like I, I am okay with the jingle, um, and the jingleness of it and sort of the cheesy, like, we're just going to be self-referential because like there are, there's a segment that will like the goofy self-referential nature of it. And I dug that, um, Call, call it homerism, roast in the glasses, whatever you want. I don't care. Um, there, I am proud that um, Brett brought in uh, two back-to-back Akron uh, bands. And very much uh, different reasons of why I love music. Um, they are on different ends of the why I love to listen to music spectrum. Um, this in Devo, but I am very glad they both hail from my backyard. Um, it is something that if you haven't listened to it, it will put a smile on your face. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. You'll, you'll like the way it looks. I guarantee. Guaranteed. Um, that's not a jingle though. Okay. That's, that's fair enough. Uh, (laughs) but it feels musical. Uh, yeah, back to Brett. Brett, what would be your conclusive thoughts on the album? While Buckner and Garcia aren't bringing the most important message to music, uh, they, they, they have a special place in music as a whole. Um, Pac-Man fever and the self-seriousness uh, about it. That was, it, it's an album that encompasses a lifestyle. Um, the, the lifestyle's joys, the ridiculousness of that lifestyle, the, uh, merchandising potential of other people's IPs and arcade machines. Um, all of these things, but it made this a pretty good choice. Like they, they did better than a lot of people. They went out to do something. They did it. They made an album. Damn it! And they, I, I, I argue that we've listened to much worse albums on this podcast, and probably will in the future. This is a great listener. Like you can sit down, and listen to this, and not be bummed out. Uh, you, you, you could be like, this is some, some, some really, really outdated, like. Yeah, the the nobody would make this album today, and for a good reason. That it's it's just a a magical thing that this was something that came out and had some success. I think if one person listens to this podcast, goes out, finds Pac Man Fever, and enjoys it, I have done my record breakers the job. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a good way to kind of wrap it up. Uh, those are our thoughts on Pac Man Fever. Now we get to the main event, the final level of this quest. Uh, we get to our haiku reviews. Let's see how this works out. Uh, I'll start with you, Patrick. Patrick, what is your haiku? Radio jingles are short for a good reason. This is terrible. Uh, Drew, what is your haiku? Lights and boops and beeps quarters in my pocket and nowhere left to go brought, it, brought, brought the feels i brought the uh, feels god damn it i want our kids back 
there. You just have to. You have to go to amusement parks. Or you have to go to some like restaurant arcade. Or you have to go to Austin and go to pinballs. I go to Chicago to the Galloping Ghost. It's. I've been there. It's pretty cool. I want them to be in every shopping mall in America. That's true. Um, All right, my haiku. A lot of fun tracks, deeply steeped in novelty, original nerdcore. Brett, what is your haiku? Better than it should. This would never happen now. The greatest album. Yes. (laughs) Yes. The greatest album. Uh... Those are our thoughts on Pac-Man Fever. Go check it out on our Spotify playlist. It will be sitting there waiting for you to listen if you haven't already. Uh, you can listen. You to done that. fucked you can... up. <laughs> you can also listen to uh, next week's album, and that will be provided by Drew. Drew, what do you got for us next week? Um, I brought a band that was very much uh, inspired by the band I'm bringing next week. Um, on uh, one of our episodes of pre-show, the show you might hear me. Uh, in fact, I think it's part of a show. Maybe um, might hear me talk trash about uh, Philadelphia, but I'm bringing Philadelphia's own in Hall and Oates. Uh, their album, Private Eyes. Mm-hmm. I look forward to that discussion and to putting that in my ear holes because that's gonna be fun. Uh but that is next week, and this is this week. And of course, you can find us all over the internet. Patrick is at the Swagger. Brett is at HeyBiddyBarbard, H-I-B-B-I-T-Y-B-I-B-B-A-R-D. Drew is at X2SuperX. I'm at PD Rave. The show's at 4 Record Breakers. That's the number 4. Record Breakers, RecordBreakersPodcast.com, RecordBreakersPodcast at gmail.com, Rebelli.net for this and other shows, YouTube.com slash TV. Sky, uh, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, all the places. Like, subscribe, share. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>
they did a song about pogs. Buckner and Garcia did a song about pogs, everybody. Mm-hmm. What? No way. Mm-hmm. 